Welcome, friends, to The Alex Levy Show. I am your host, Alex Levy, and I am honored to have you spend an hour here with me. If you want to trust your inner guidance, ignite your intuition, and lead a spirit-guided life, then you are in the right place. I am a psychic medium, intuitive coach, and creator of the Spirit Guided Oracle, and you are listening on the International Angels Network. My passion is to help lightworkers cultivate their intuition. It is my hope that our time here today will be high vibe, spirited, and filled with energy as we talk about practices, tips, and strategies to help guide people to their natural fullness of power and wholeness. I am so excited about you joining me here today, so thank you for showing up. I'm so excited. My guest today is psychic spiritual medium, Keiko Broyles, but more on that in a minute. I just want to take a moment to thank everyone here at the International Angels Network and our fearless, amazing producer and founder, Claudia Ibarra, for creating the safe space for light workers to unite, come together and support each other. And finally, I would love for you to experience my free angel clearing meditation if you just head on over to my angel circle over at alexlevyonline.com. And I just have a few announcements before uh, we get started with this show. So if you're searching for a spiritual practitioner, we invite you to check out the International Angels Network directory for readings, There's energy healing, teachers, mentors, coaches, metaphysical online stores for your mind, body, and spirit. And with today's technology, it makes it possible for you to work really with anyone in this awesome directory. So go ahead and check it out at the internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash directory. And this podcast is brought to you by Audible by Amazon, and you can get your free audio book today. So to redeem your audiobook, visit audibletrial.com forward slash international angels, and you can try Audible free for one month and receive a free audiobook for just subscribing. And this helps us support our online radio network, which we really appreciate. So to redeem your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com forward slash international angels, and you can cancel any time, but keep the first free audiobook free. So I am so, so excited to introduce to you someone who I love so much, and I am so thrilled to share them with you, and that is our very special guest, Keiko Broyles. Keiko is a psychic spiritual medium who has had multiple encounters with the spirit world since she was a child. As a natural psychic and medium, 
she has the abilities to connect with loved ones who have crossed over to the spirit world. She promotes loving, healing, and heart-centered spirit communication, but also is focused on providing evidential information to show you the soul's continuity of life beyond the physical life. She has studied mediumship courses at Arthur Finley College of Mediumship and Psychic Sciences in Stansted, England, and she is also a tested member of Shea Parker's Best American Psychics and a certified spiritual advisor and medium through LWISSD. And it is my pleasure to introduce to you and welcome Keiko Broyles. Keiko, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Alex, for having me. I'm so, so honored to be on your show. Oh, I'm so, so excited. <laughs> it's an honor, and I, I know it's going to be a treat for all of our listeners out there. Mm. Um, it means a lot. You are just such a dear, special person to me, and um, I just love you to pieces. Oh, same here with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keiko, can you share a little bit about your background? Yes, sure. So, you know, first of all, thank you for wonderful, wonderful introduction, um, I'm actually blushing right now. <laughs> um, and uh, but uh, you know, I as you said earlier that uh, ever since I was little, you know, child, um, I have been you know seeing and experiencing uh, with the spirit world. But you know, at the time, you know, I did not have a doubt around me to educate me what was happening. So the fast forward into to you know the recent years. You know, I just kept giving, getting the nudge and the nudge getting stronger and stronger. And to the point that I realized, like, I, I had to do something about this, you know. Mm, yeah. So, um, you know, I began to really explore uh, the mediumship. But before the mediumship, you know, I was trying to understand what it is happening. So I read tons of books. I'm sure that you can relate, Alex. But tons of tons of books and then read a lot about this, you know, learning about what is happening with the, the you know, even starting from intuition uh, and then the psychic ability. Uh, why am I, what am I hearing this and who's talking to me and, and all this stuff. So um, as I was learning, I was kind of really uh, nudged to, to take some healing classes. So I took uh, uh, the actually the Reiki class, and uh, I love it so much because it's the energy that I felt was it's something that I, I never experienced before. So uh, I learned to become a practitioner, and then I became a Reiki master teacher. And uh, you know, as I was doing it, uh, I was getting messages from the loved ones for the, my clients. Wow. So it's just that, you know, it wasn't, it didn't happen overnight, I would say. And then uh, just, the, you know, over these maybe past seven, eight years, the, I began to uh, learn to develop um, uh, the mediumship side of it because, you know, I just never understood before. And now I do, you know, which kind of helps. But uh, uh, and now um, I do this uh, part-time. Um, I do have a day, day work still, but I'm planning to uh, step back from that, step out of that, my regular day job, and really looking forward to put 
energy into this spiritual work and healing work starting from next year. So, but um, yeah, that's 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 a great. <laughs> was would you say that the Reiki was almost the natural progression to move you into the mediumship? For me, it is. You know, everybody. Um, it goes through the different type of path and journey. Right. And then, but some reason that my spirit guides and my teachers, they probably, you know, wanted to, to, to teach me the healing aspects of the whole uh, uh, spirit communication. And uh, so that was just probably the me, because even when I'm doing the mediumship work, uh, even the psychic work, I understand the reason that I'm, I'm doing this. It's 100% for the healing purpose, the healing of the uh, physical body, your spiritual body, your soul body, everything, emotional body. So, uh, you know, so to me, that what became my anchor to the work I do now. I see. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, it's also connected, like you said. It's, it's... Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the beginning, Keiko. So you, I don't know if our listeners may not know this, but you grew up in Japan, right? Yes. So were you always, growing up, were you always interested in spirituality or the metaphysical world? Well, the, I would say that this is honestly, this might come out kind of strange, but maybe not to you, <laughs> but <laughs> some people that I always felt like they're interested in me. Oh. It's also very much psychic. Also my mother too. So that uh, we would experience, it was like a daily thing. Every day our house had a lot of activity so that mm-hmm. it became a normal. You know, we would hear the footstep when nobody's up the hallway or the door would open and close on its own or that I would see this man inside the mirror uh, sounds like a Michael Jackson song, but, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's the, uh, the, but for me, as I was growing up, I was scared because I did not understand why these people showed up, like right. they, they show up in front of me and they, they didn't look like, uh, you know, like a happy people because <laughs> now I understand because they would come to me at the form of how they passed. Oh. So as a child, it's pretty mm-hmm. graphic, you know. Yeah, that's. And then really did not understand, right? It was, and um, so that's kind of. And then uh, I, as I was growing up, um, some of my family member wasn't. They weren't really quite open. Perhaps maybe because they didn't understand. So that uh, I just, uh, I, I felt like maybe this isn't a good thing. So. I tried to suppress it. I tried to shove it down. Like I tried to ignore it, even though there are the tendency and, and the sense is there. But uh, I already, you know, so I wouldn't consider myself so-called like spiritual like I am now because I really didn't understand it. Uh, but uh, thinking back, at a so much encounter and not just the, the people spirit, but uh, also the spirit from like the tree spirit, like a nature spirit. Yeah, I and, love that you have that connection to nature and right. trees. Right. So this, it was just that so visible, so real, 
And uh, I, I would say maybe that that part is maybe cultural uh, in Japan. The the, the uh, Shinto is the uh, main belief there that really connects people in Japan with the nature. Right. So uh, so that 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 part is pretty much open. But uh, most for most people to be able to see the let's say the spirit, the you know appears to you. So we're talking about seeing the spirit with your own eyes. Right. You know, feeling when they touch you and in your, on your own body, physical body, um, it, they just, you know, people, not everybody experiences it so that they don't understand and they're perceived as a, some, something that we should be fearful of. Right. So, and I, I yeah. think, you know, I had this very similar, and I don't, I don't remember if we've talked about this, but I've had a similar mm-hmm experience as a kid too because I would see spirits mm-hmm. when I was in my childhood and I call them shadow people now, oh. I, I didn't see them how they did like you were saying when they passed mm-hmm. I just saw them like shadows and I didn't know what it was I just saw mm-hmm. these shadow people mm-hmm. so um you know interesting you have a very similar experience right yeah and I did see those shadowy people too so oh, that okay. there's a couple things it's the one that it's like so visible you know I face um one in particular that he he just kind of came through through the mirror that that he looked like he probably drowned you know his hair is all wet and his his the the complexion is very 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 pale and uh, so those are the kind of like, ooh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I did not want to see her. And then, then the other part, at the time, it's like I see, like uh, like you said about the shadow, I see the shape of the person. Right. But just the, the, the shadowy, you know, figure. And uh, either way, you know, I was, my, my brother and I, we both saw them together. So we both had each other to validate. And then became like a normal every day it's a something and so um when the movie Sixth Sense came out yeah yeah. when I watched the movie for the first time I was like oh my goodness I resonate so much with that little boy who was scared right because that's how they came and he sees them he saw them you know, and oh, um, yeah, vividly, yeah, vividly, and and uh, so, yeah, that that was kind of like my childhood <laughs> movie. Makes sense. <laughs> wow, it's it's right. interesting. So, did you find now? Is this true, Keiko? That later on, you realized that a lot of those experiences at your home wasn't necessarily the home; it was contributed more to the land. Is that right? Well, yes, because. I had this sense of that, even though I didn't understand it, you know, and then I just had this innate sense. But later on, you know, I got married and my husband needed to be torn down because they are doing the restructure of, of the whole road and they, you know, so everybody actually has to move. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it's a crazy stuff. So anyway, um, this is like my mother told me this. The, the land that we used to have a house, now there was a, a new house was built. So according to her, they, there is, has been a lot of incident for these family members of oh. that new home. 
So that we started to feel that it, it's not the house, it's that land, mm. the section. And uh, so, again, you know, when it comes to something like this, you know, there is no proof, really. Right. It's just the innate feeling, innate knowing. And uh, so, um, I can see why that uh, there is a lot of, almost like a portal. There's a lot yeah. of portals in the house that right. it's easy for the uh, spirit people to just come and go. And then they, I know that they didn't come to harm us because none of us got hurt, really. You know, they they were just kind of like, kind of like a trespassing. They're just there right? <laughs> because they were there before probably us. And uh, we just happened to build our house on where their spirit resided. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, it is. So, you know, I think a lot of light workers and, and people and and who do this type of work, you know, and maybe people who don't, they grow up, you know, they're very empathic naturally, right? I feel like there's yes. a lot of empaths. All of us. Yeah. You know, there's so many empaths right now. So do you think, you know, a lot of these people who are very empathic may have, you know, if they maybe had a, um, a tra uh, traumatic childhood experiences that could maybe contribute to them being more sensitive psychically? Mm, I always see what you mean. Like if they have some childhood trauma. Yeah. That trauma has really or being bullied. The bull Actually, well, yeah, I mean, I, I was bullied in a school for, you know, about six years or so. And, um, I would say that uh, I was seeing the spirits prior to those periods of oh, my life. Okay. You know, but right. I believe though, um, to 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 be a uh, born as like an extreme sense with the sensitivity and with the empathic nature. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I do. I think part of it is you know our uh, we we come in with that soul purpose, right? Right. And you're right. I think some of us just are more sensitive. And I think that's a right. good thing. I need, think we need to, you know, embrace our sensitivity because right. it, it can be a strength. Well, absolutely. You know, I think that, uh, you know, when I, my generation, you know, I was born in the mid-60s, 1960s, and especially born in Japan. And, of course, there's no Internet, you know. And then so there's no really resources. And I actually did not learn the term empath until I came to this country about, 30, you know, 30 years ago. Oh. And then I did not know it. And then also the being sensitive was viewed as something is not that great. You know, I'm sure that a lot of people who's listening can relate to this. You know, right. if you're sensitive as a child and people around you might say, well, you're too sensitive as if something negative. Yeah. You know, I yeah. really, I just, uh, I was a full, fully adult when I learned about all of this and then made total sense. And then instead of like hating that side of me, I started to first acknowledge and then, and second, I started to nurture that, you know, that side of me. And, and uh, once I started to do that, that side of the sensitivity instead of like I thought it was like a curse, became a gift and that can I can potentially I could potentially share with other people. So uh you know so I would say the younger generation, I would say that rather lucky 
because it, mm-hmm. you guys have uh, resources. Yes. And then society is a lot more open. It is. So There's that, so many you know, resources, I think. So right. many resources, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, so, but I'm glad that I, I kind of, you know, discovered <laughs> yeah. and learned about it. And, uh, you know, I could go either way. But uh, as I was saying earlier, that I really feel like I was getting enough nudge. And then I could no longer just stay, you know, stay put. And then more I would say, well, I don't know. And then the, the louder their, their, you know, voices get and, you know, all this synchronicity. And it, it just like, I feel like I really felt like they are knocking on the door. You know? Pushing on the door, yeah, right? Pushing, like pushing to... and pushing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so... Mm. So that's something I get questions about sometimes for people. Mm-hmm. They reach out because I kind of struggle with the same thing for a while. I was kind of like, quote, mm-hmm. in the spiritual closet. Like I was, sca- right. I was scared to kind of move into this and really mm-hmm. own it. So what advice would you give to someone who's thinking like, maybe I should be doing this. I'm getting those messages. I, I'm kind of scared to take the next step. Like mm-hmm. how do you, what, what advice would you give to someone who feels like they're on that verge but they just need a little bit of nudge yes yeah you know so i i noticed that too you know because of this just uh, uh so much resources and information now you know people started to wonder like and maybe i can do this you know i wanted to be able to communicate with my guys or spirit people or maybe loved ones you know on the other side I would say, first of all, maybe ask yourself why, you know, mm-hmm. why you wanted to do this. The reason I'm saying it is that, you know, you have to know your motive, what it is, you know. And right. to me, is that uh, if that reason coming from your heart and, and uh, center, heart center reason and from your soul that I wanted to do this because, I wanted to potentially help people, you know, I want to yeah. heal myself, you know, and, and uh, uh, so because if there's the ego has no place in this. No. Know? And so I would say just ask yourself first and then continuously work on yourself because if you don't work on your own spirit, you know, living within your body and you weak, it, you, it's kind of hard to even connect. Mm. to the spirit other side that makes sense you know? yeah you know? right. and then you know obvious thing is that you know start reading some books and also important to take classes from you know reputable teachers right and we're sure gonna come you... to, i want to come to that in yeah. a minute because that's yeah. an important thing right but um i i want to ask you because i think this may be it's a hot topic for i you know you, there's two sides to this so mm-hmm. what do you feel about people being born a medium or do you Mm -hmm. think that this skill that is something that we all have the ability to tap in and connect Mm -hmm. with our loved ones right uh again you know everybody has their own opinion you know and but uh, my take on this is i would say a little bit of both and the reason i'm saying it is that you know people say like i do believe that all mediums have a psychic ability, you know, because it's sensitivities and psychic abilities. But not all psychics are not just yet developed as a medium. So 
that's kind of how I see it, you know, and uh, so that uh, uh, some of us are maybe born with that extra sensitivity. Right. Because all of us have the natural intuition, all of us, regardless, even though, let's say, if you're uncle that, you know, don't, don't believe in any of these things, but whether he like or not, he's, he's also born with this intuition called yeah. like gut feeling, you know, and, uh, but that doesn't automatically make you a so-called psychic or the medium. So I would say that all of us are born with certain sensitivity, but some of us are definitely, uh, undeniably have more sensitivity. And then, so also that when you said about made, either the born or made, the reason why I cannot say either one is because I will be probably a good example because I do believe that I was born with a very extra sense. So as a child, I've been seeing these spirits, right. but I never consider myself as a so-called medium because the term medium is that person that who has the ability to become a so-called bridge between two worlds. You know, that requires a discipline, that requires training, understanding how to work with the energy, how to work with the two worlds, you know. So nobody, I believe, is strictly born so-called medium. Yeah. You know, yeah, some of us just have the sensitivity that we feel it and see the spirit. Right. I, I, I agree. But, but I do think, like you said earlier, there, there's something in the middle of it because I know you mm-hmm. said your, your brother is sensitive and your mom yeah. and, and mm-hmm. same with me too, like my mom and down my mom's side of the family, my grandfather. Mm-hmm. So yeah. do you, I think there could be something in the family. Do you think so? I, I do feel that, Maybe. you know, no. I, I do, you know, but I would say to your listener that Let's say, you know, you, you have this like spiritual awakening and then you do hear this, like, oh, you know, some, some mediums say like, oh, I'm like the fourth generation. I'm like a fifth right. generation. And it's just because that, you know, you don't have those family backgrounds. Don't be discouraged. Right. Because if that somebody has That's to true. start somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and then also that uh, you listener that, that may not know. Because it's, again, this is your grandma, your, your great grandparents' generation. In this country, especially, these type of work were looked at as like some type of, you know, devil's work, you know, yeah. and they're not supposed to. So I'm pretty sure that your great grandparents could be a closet psychic, maybe closet TV reader, you yeah, know, yeah. but they never came out. Right. and say right. I do this so don't be discouraged I just want to to encourage your listeners that don't worry about those things you know when you hear that some people say well you know you cannot be medium you have to be born medium right you know that's why it's important to ask yourself then why you wanted to do this and as long as that coming from that the heart place you know the love place I, I would say Go take some classes, read a lot of books, practice yeah. and practice, work on yourself to be a better person. And then because spirits are looking and they want to work with you. That's true. No? I like that perspective. Mm-hmm. So I, you, I know you, you touched on it a little bit, 
but let's clarify it and kind of break it down again for mm-hmm. those people who may not understand the difference mm-hmm. between being psychic and being medium. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so the, the psychics are that, that who have, this is my, again, my take on it, is that we do have an ability, the psychics have ability to sense that with the oldest called clear senses, so that we have like a little bit more higher sensitivity of seeing it, you know, with our mind's eyes, hearing it with our mind's ear, you know, getting just the knowingness. So we do have the height, like a kind of higher sensitivity. And then once that people that they, they recognize that, I, I have this ability, you know, I have said something and that things tr- came true. And then, then, once you acknowledge your ability, started to nurturing it, and then you become psychic. And then for the mediums, as I said earlier, that mediums, you know, have the exactly the same, same sensories, you know, clear audience, and which is the, the, uh, the, the hearing and clear, you know, clear uh, voice and seeing all these senses. And uh, uh, we have that, mediums have that, but the mediums go a little bit further and connect directly with the spirit people who cross over to the other side, or even spirit animals who cross over right. to the other side, you know, so that when uh, you go to make appointments, know that what you're asking for, you know, uh, that they understand the difference between them and, uh, um, you know, sometimes it's during the psychic reading and then your medium started to send some loved ones am I stepping through. And as long as that you're open for it, you know, with your permission, the medium can maybe bring through some of those your loved ones. But mainly, though, you know, they, they don't kind of cross, you know. At least I try not to do that myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what do you think some signs may be for someone who thinks that, you know, maybe they should be a medium or, or maybe they're feeling like spirits coming to them? Uh, for the people who want to get reading? Or the for, for the person who feels mm-hmm. like maybe this is something I should be doing as medium. Oh, something that, mm-hmm. that, that they're called to, yes. called to do, mm-hmm. right? Um, I would say, though, because it's in the beginning, I remember this even for myself, that in the beginning, you don't know where these like feeling or even messages coming from you know you don't know a lot of people don't know like are they coming from my guys who's talking to me you know right so i would definitely say that uh, educate yourself so then create your so-called like your discipline uh, or you can call it system you know and uh ask your spirit guides to, okay, if that was you, please let me know, you know, please coming in. I want to come in. I want to feel you from coming from certain sides, you know. So creating yeah. a system. To, yeah, kind of like a creative like a, system. To identify yeah. how the spirit's communicating? Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's so a great that, suggestion. Yes. So that, that can be different for everybody. Right. You know, so... And uh, so you kind of have to try it out and then work with the, started to build the relationship with the spirit world 
And then, so for instance, that for me, that when the loved ones are communicating to me, they, I feel them coming from my left. And then when my guys are talking to me, yeah. they are, I hear them from my right hand side. Mm -hmm. And then, so that's how, how I know that even during the mediumship reading, Sometimes I kind of hear like little messages from the much higher being, which is like the guys. You know, I do feel that. And uh, but if I didn't have those discipline, I probably we kind of get confused. You know, yeah. who's talking to me? And, yeah, I think uh, it's important to yeah, like, like you said, to have systems, but also you know, pursuing formal training, right? Because don't you think yes. that's going to help to really hone? Your skills as a either whether you're a healer or an intuitive or a medium absolutely yeah absolutely um you know that's why i think it's the taking classes from the reputable teachers are so important and um do some research read about those each teachers and maybe you know again you know, nowadays we can watch youtube right and the reputable teachers usually have their youtube channels and then you know, listen to that. Listen to them. Read about them. And uh, there are so many wonderful teachers. And uh, uh, they, but you know, you want that to resonate with the teacher energetically. And oh, the style of yeah, yeah, the style of it. And uh, so just because your friends going to the one teacher, that doesn't mean that you should. Right. Because this is so so personal and and it's different journey. So. Yeah, so just to choose the right teacher, and then, you know, it's also good to take classes from different teachers and learn different kind of techniques. And then at the end, you take all this information that you learn, and then make your own, you know, it becomes your own way. And again, please be patient, because that doesn't happen overnight. No. Uh, so that it, that's why it requires the dedication. So if anybody wants to do this for, let's say, more of the egocentral reason, you know, that your journey can be a little bit challenging because if you want the instant fix and instant fame, and it doesn't happen that way, you know, it really does require a lot of discipline and practices and dedication and uh, just have fun, you know, have fun building a relationship. I think that's important too is yeah. to have fun. Yeah, have fun. Don't get too serious. Yeah. Even yeah. though, you know, yes, it's it's not a joke, but Right. You know, don't be too hard on yourself and be kind and gentle and then your guys and your spirit people will work with you, you know, and get them like you and, and they will work with you. Right. Yeah. I, I sometimes feel like I see them as cheerleaders on the other side. Like, yes, they, they right? really cheering for us, right? They, they want do. us to, to talk and communicate and do mm -hmm. well. Don't you mm -hmm. think? Absolutely. Yeah. Some, some, uh, some of my spirit guys, I feel like they're very, uh, like almost like a grandmother, like a, you know, with a tough love. Yes, yeah. In the firm, and, and uh, if I'm kind of losing focus in this one particular teacher guide, and then she steps in and uh, uh, literally tell me to stay focused. <laughs> <laughs> you better listen. I'm like, yeah, like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, just to enjoy the process and have fun. 
Yeah. And you know, you take it as like a journey, and then then everybody have this obstacle. So you, if you feel like you wanted to give up, that's normal, right? And we all all of us right. have those times. Right. Of course. Right. So, but uh, they need us, so you can't give up. You know, just keep trying and maybe take a little break from it. Uh, I do feel like taking break from this work sometimes is very important to have the just a recharge and refresh. Yeah. Because we, think, you know, yeah. yeah, we can possibly burn out from it. You know, mm-hmm. if you're just pushing yourself too much. Especially if you're not used to managing the energies too. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know? I think you have yeah. an you had an advantage maybe with the energy work, so you knew how. Mm-hmm. The energy systems work, so um, but you're right. I think sometimes it's good to take a break and step away, you know? Right, yeah, can, true. Can Do you have any kind of like funny or crazy stories about your mediumship that you want to share? Any, any funny moments that kind of stand out? Oh, my goodness. Oh, the funny, you know, there are a lot of them. There's a lot of them, especially... You know, the, the spirit loved ones, they are like us. They, so they carry the, the same, I would say, character or personality that they have when they're still here on this mm-hmm. earth. Yeah. So when I connect with the people, the loved ones that it's almost like, a, you know, has a funny character, you know, jokester type of personality, it just, it cracks me up. It's just so funny and so uplifting. And uh, I'm trying to remember the, the funny one. Well, I mean, I can tell you um, instead of funny one, because if I have to say, like, the funny one is they just uh, the grandmother that's uh, coming through with, with just such a huge personality. And then I don't swear, okay? I don't usually swear. <laughs> In everyday life, I really don't. Right? You know? No, I know. I know you. You don't. You know, when yeah. I swear, it makes me chuckle. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> but anyway, some of these people know that, and then so they think it's almost like they have fun with it. You know, like so they try to, huh? yeah, they try to get me swear, and then because of that's their personality, and then that's how they wanna, you know, they're trying to speak through to to their loved ones who, you know. In, on the earth and then I said okay you know I'm like I'm having this internal conversation with the spirit loved ones like are you really gonna make me swear now <laughs> and then it's like oh yeah hell yeah yes oh excuse me <laughs> so I was so they tried to get me swear it's like okay well please just tell you know I tell, I'll tell my clients that okay I, I, I'm gonna do this once because it's the you know uh, your grandmother <laughs> <laughs> tried to get me swear right. and then and uh, I just kind of exactly repeat what she's saying and then about the situation and uh, I cannot repeat here because it's, <laughs> no. it's, she, I remember like she was talking about her husband right who was a kind of you know pain in, pain in the rear <laughs> and then and the, the name that she was coming up with is so like oh my gosh so I kind of said it and then, and then that just like then my clients started to burst out like laughing, laughing, but the crying, like, oh my God, that is definitely, definitely my grandma. Yeah. And uh, the, she, she, she had a reputation 
that uh, has the swear like a drunken sailor. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are the really kind of uplifting. But, you know, I also had those like very special moments that when uh, spirit loved ones share some information that that is so, so special that between them, that uh, very, very, not the secret, nobody else knew. Mm. And I love when that happens. That's you know? really special to, yeah. to be able to kind of bring that through. Yeah. Yeah, those moments are really amazing. Mm-hmm. Again, so, going back to the healing. Yeah. You know, that's the whole purpose of that's the, the healing. Purpose. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Keiko, is there like a guiding principle or strategy of either intuition or mediumship development that has specifically been really helpful for your path? Hmm. Okay, so that's a big, that's a great question, and that's a big question too. Um, to that the, the helpful for me, right? The, hmm. So for me was I think uh, I was so grateful of my my guys that who connected with me very very beginning as adult is that I need to understand the energy. So that's probably why that I was taken to the path to learn the the uh, the energy healing such as Reiki. Right. And then to me uh, because of that I. I learned about the energy. I I learned about how the energy would feel, and not just the healing, but it's also just the, as the whole energy. You know, your thoughts are the energy. You know, and uh, your voice is the energy. Everything is energy. So that was helpful for me because that became like the foundation. So when I started to develop the understanding the psychic side of it, and and then using you know the psychic ability. And then mediumship ability, um, it became a lot easier. So if the brand new people who have never done this, I would definitely encourage that the read and understanding how this energy works, how the energy transmits right. among people. You know, so because without that knowledge, it's kind of like. You know, you try to to go bypass the elementary school and try to go to the middle school without that basic. It's the foundation, right? Yeah, and then, of course, it's great. You know, if you are not to to become a healer, you know, so-called like the energy healer first, that's great. That's the path that I was taking that way. But I also know a lot of uh, very, very gifted psychic mediums they may not be a Reiki master or they may not have done this, but they learn about still, you can still learn about energy, you know? So I think that's just like a basic. Yeah. Take classes, right? You can never, you never stop classes. learning. Right. I will never stop learning. No. You know, uh, I will never stop learning. Um, I love going to, to take a, even like a, you know, two hour class here and there like a refresher and then reconnect. And uh, uh, even though, you know, we are also teaching positions, it's such a great to be a student. Mm -hmm. And uh, it really helps to keep me 
uh, humble and it's also great to, to reconnect with another people, you know, like-minded people, learn from the, your colleagues. So uh, yeah, never stop learning. I love that. And yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. So Keiko, what do you want most people to know about your services? So I provide uh, uh, mainly the, um, the reading services, which is I do a intuitive life guide in a reading. And then also that I do the mediumship reading, which is the spirit connection reading, as I was explaining earlier. I also do a soul reading, which is, uh, it's not like so-called psychic reading. I go into a little bit deeper. So like I would feel and then see your true soul. And you're so good at that, Keiko. You're oh, so good at that. I love it because like, I, I just feel like that you get so much information. Mm-hmm. By, so I try to help people discover their own spirit and soul within themselves. I noticed a lot of people, you know, are so busy every day and working and they kind of forget that part of themselves, you know? So you you feel kind of lost and not happy. So also uh, other things I do is the uh, Reiki sessions and then also I teach uh, the Reiki certification classes uh, also, I teach the uh, intuitive, you know, uh, psychic development class and the mediumship class. And uh, I also do a, a party. I, you know, I can go to people's house uh, to do a psychic or mediumship party. Um, and I also do it now. I started to do uh, the monthly uh, uh, the spirit soul mediumship circle. Oh, that's and, great. Right. So just uh, all of these things uh, throughout the month. And do you have any upcoming projects or events you want to share with us? Yes, yes. Uh, so those are people who live, uh, I, I do this practice, you know, in-person teaching in Connecticut. So that if anybody is around, you know, in a tri-state area, please come over, stop by. Uh, I started to do a uh, the monthly circle. Usually, the falls on the four, every fourth Friday night from 6:30 to 8:30, and uh, uh, I have the office at the uh, uh, the beautiful uh, healing center called the Bridge Art. I'm sorry, Bridge Healing Art Center, in at the 304 Main Street, Farmington, Connecticut, and. Uh, also, I have the public demonstration that coming up on March, the March oh, 23rd. That's so yes. exciting. Yes, it is. And I'm actually doing this with my colleague and a very, very gifted medium. Her name is uh, Stacy uh, Desia. And um, she. you can find all this information through my website. It's all posted there. So they can visit, please visit my website, the keikomedium.com, uh, or you can just contact me to my email address, which is the keiko at keikomedium.com. Wonderful. So Keiko, how do you stay spirit-guided? Wonderful question. <laughs> it's, I just think is, you know, of course, the, the, 
try to connect with yourself and then do the meditation really helps. But I'm very practical. I really consider myself as pretty much a practical medium. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's not forget, though, you know, we live every day. We're still living on this yeah. earth, you yeah. know. Uh, I, I, like I said, I have another job. And a lot of mediums and psychics, they actually have their other job. So that, right. you know, we have to understand that we are also human beings living every day in the family. Some of us are mothers, some of them are father. You have a family, you know, brother, sister. So um, I always try to remind people that, if, you know, you don't necessarily have to have the time to do like one hour meditation every day. <laughs> so... But to me, it's important, you know, every day you wake up in the morning, the sense of gratitude. And then the first things I do is that connect with myself. Mm. So I wake up before the, my crazy day starts. I wake up just kind of having the sense of gratitude of the thank you, you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, thank you, you know, for, for everything. Thank you. I'm thanking the tree around us for the, the extra oxygen. And I'm thankful for the friends, you know, that are always there to support me. I'm thankful for my family. And, and just a quick that sense of gratitude and then try to breathe in, like I do three breathing things, and then and just kind of breathe through the roots and then up, up, up into my heart center and then try to, to see and meet my own spirit that lives within me, which is my soul. Oh. And then so almost kind of like I'm like a third person. And so like, I'm like, hi, I know you're there. Yeah. You know? It's waking and up I, your spirit kind of. Yeah. Right? So like I'm connecting with myself yeah. first. I love and that. And then, you know, so really only takes like two minutes. It really doesn't take that long. And sometimes like, if I forget to do that, like I'm running away and I'm rolling out of my bed and I'm brushing my teeth. And I, as I'm brushing my teeth, it's almost like a very meditative. And I'm closing my eyes, I'm brushing my teeth, and then I'm just saying that, thank you, you know, I'm doing, just kind of doing that while I'm brushing my teeth. So people can do this pretty easily, but I do this every day, uh, make a point to do this every day. And then at the end of the day, I also kind of do this breathing and then making sure that I, I go to sleep with a clear conscience. Awesome. Was I, you know, like was I or did I do well today? I'm also kind of asking my spirit guide, mm-hmm. like, how did I do today? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, if I, nobody's perfect. So if I feel like, okay, maybe I felt short on the certain part of the way I was today. And then I, I would just kind of say like, okay, well, I'll, I'll be better tomorrow. Yeah. So. Great. Yeah. Oh, so we are wrapping up in just a few minutes, okay. but I know you're available for private readings, your classes, yes. demonstrations. Just share once more with everybody your website so people can connect with you. Yes. So that I can be found, found uh, people can find me at my website, keikomedium.com. And I do, for the people who are out of state, I do also provide like the Skype reading, whatever the method that you choose, you know, uh, I can do that with the video reading. Um, so that's kind of the easiest way to, to con- con- connect with me is that. I'm also on the, uh, Instagram. I'm also on the, uh, Facebook. 
Um, and uh, uh, people wanted to email me. My email address is keiko at keikomedium.com. Wonderful. And we'll put all your links down below. But Keiko, thank you so much for joining me. And I, I hope so you much, come Alex. back. I hope you come back and we'll do some live readings together. Oh, that would be so much fun. I know. I can't wait yes. to have you back. Thank me you. Too. Thank you. Me thank too. you. Thank you. I am.